Hello and welcome to Audionautic Deep Space Network episode 26. Thank you for joining us and if you are watching us live, please consider retweeting or sharing it, hitting the like. It all helps get our name out there and helps bring new viewers. Uh, today we are talking about some music gear news, a couple of synths and uh, what's going on in the modular world and then we'll be going over some Instagram guidelines they just released about uh, the new Reels guidelines um, for getting on search and recommended because guy, uh, Reels has recently merged with video and IGTV if anybody even remembers what that was so uh, there's some new guidelines for getting in the search and the recommended and all that so we'll be going over that briefly um, my name is Sun Warper and today I am joined by Eon Lake how are you doing back after a quick respite what's going on I'm good, I'm good. yeah that's it just, just good and everything <laughs> there you go any new gear no new gear no oh, wow i actually yeah. ordered a pocket operator yesterday so i surprisingly yeah, I have some that, new actually. gear which one is that the, I, I got the 133 which is the 33 but it's the street fighter version it was 10 bucks cheaper despite having some licensed street fighter samples in it which i'll probably never use but no. um yeah <laughs> hydro fighter in the chat says curtis looks so rock with the hair down. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, it looks really cool. I've been watching some videos. I wanted to try some new things with it. I'm really getting into samplers. So I was like, this little micro guy looks awesome. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. Did I, did I hear correctly that maybe you have another, you have another sampler already? Was that, was that, is that something that you might have? I might, yeah, I might. Maybe you, you can refer to uh, what I'm talking about, what you're thinking about. I can't remember something like a, like a two hundred two or something like that. Is, is that oh, oh, I, I think about, I, yeah, about yeah, Raland or something. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got something over here like a circuit tracks. Maybe it doesn't have a number, but oh, okay, all right, well, I know. Interesting. I have a, a I mean, TRO eight. Is that the numerical value you're thinking of? Perhaps I can't remember. I just, I just know I, you've never mentioned something before. So oh, I or maybe it's this thing. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that looks familiar. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be. I want to do something with two samplers, see what happens. But anyways, Eon, like, uh, what have you been up to? What? How was the vacation? Vacation was good. I took a few little toys with me. Yeah. I, I, I turned out not to have a huge amount of time for music. I would so hope not. You're on vacation. Relax. Music never stops, dude. <laughs> but you do get those algorithms. Live a bit of life in between to have something to write music about, I suppose. But. <laughs> Yeah, I was mostly, mainly what I got out of it was working out some new workflows. I've nice. got a few little apps on my phone that I like making weird noises with. Cool. The kind of weird noises that are actually useful. And thinking about how to get those into my samplers so that I can incorporate them. Because I, I don't know about you, but with these samplers, you've just you've got to go and sample the stuff you get with them. I've been using the MPC Live again. Oh, nice. I was going to ask you. Away from the studio, it's downstairs in the living room. So if I get bored, I just fire that up. There you go. But the problem I have with it is it, everything you get with it is too produced. And, mm. you know. Have you tried adding the, like, grittiness? Uh, make your own sounds with it. And then it, it becomes a completely different beast if yeah. you sample all your own drums and and whatnot. So I haven't done enough of that on it yet, but I do think I like it a lot more. But as far as a, it's a single box that I can do stuff on, and it's got lots of capacity and interfaces and whatnot, it's easy to get things on and off it. That's cool, so yeah. I'd start using it more. Yeah. But yeah, workflows for getting things off mobile devices, onto samplers and things like that to get more 
ideas, sounds in because I'm about to hit the last um, the last round of uh, album stuff. Ah, nice. And I'm still in the idea creation stage. I mean, I've got something like 11 tracks sketched out, but nice. I haven't picked which ones I'm using yet, and I'm still putting things into them before I start beating away at them and carving things out and, and actually treating them as songs and writing parts on them and so on. So, yeah. Yeah, this is the last sort of ditch at that. But um, yeah, the other thing I've been doing is I've been trying to prepare myself mentally for recording sessions and oh, for yeah. sessions. Um, something I've started doing a lot more because I haven't had much time is just getting up here, having a stressful day, and then just, you know, doom, 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 doom. Why isn't amazing music happening? You know, uh, and trying to actually break my state beforehand. So... You know, I do meditate sometimes, but um, I've been doing other things like um, reading about how when you when you play something like play guitar or yeah. drums or something like that, it uses a different area of your brain. Um, it's helpful, actually. I find playing guitar and bass because I can't really do it very well. Something yeah. that's me a bit, but uses a different area of my brain just to break the state before I try and sit down and make music because. I've come to realize it's not particularly um, uh, realistic to think you can pull yourself out of a screaming hell of a day and then go, right, beautiful music. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Some sort of transition. So sometimes it's meditate, sometimes it's punch things, sometimes it's play drums, sometimes it's play guitar, but something to sort of try and move the brain out of doing mundane stuff into sort of trying to be some kind of arty prat yeah yeah i mean we all want to be arty prats at some point but i think yeah transition is always a good way to go like mm. uh stepping off the bus and then trying to step into a car never really quite worked so you kind of got to move it through yeah that's true <laughs> and uh we've got some people in the chat hydro and hydro fighter and shady ridge are here how is everyone doing today let us know and then also with me today is my audio not a co-pilot curtis how are you today and how is tina Tina's looking at Eric. She's she's chill. Like she, I literally fed her just before coming on, so oh, she's nice. not sleepy. Nice, uh, nice. So and she's okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, I've been. Uh, it's all music in one hairstyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's all about the hair. I don't actually have any talent. It's all about the hairstyle. If um, you if you shaved your head, you'd lose all musical knowledge. The pretty hair much retains that. all of it. Pretty much. I'm basically like Samson. Um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. I went to a, I went to a Psytrance festival over the weekend. Came nice. back from Sweden, and I went straight out again to a Psytrance festival. And I have missed Psytrance at high, dangerously high levels uh, in my ears. <laughs> I've missed it so much. I can't remember the last time I danced to Psytrance, and it was amazing. Um, nice. So yeah, um, I went to. I, I do some. Well, I'm think. I again, I'm thinking about it. I again. I always get distracted. I messaged, I, I messaged you over the weekend, Dion Lake, and I was like, okay, there's this band that I saw. So there's one live band that I saw, and it was like 180, 190 BPM, and they had a drummer, percussionist, a handpan guy, and a didgeridoo guy, and they were making like this really weird, almost like drum and bass, breakbeat, kind of tribally kind of bops for, for like an hour straight. It was I feel like it wouldn't steady. be the same without the didgeridoo. It, it would be missing something well exactly the didgeridoo really like pulled it together it, it like grounds you 
yeah, 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 totally. I, I'm thinking you'd laugh, but yeah, totally. It's probably really worse. No, I'm sure it does. Just the thought of this Didra dude just grind, grounding you while everything's going on around it's it. Going and it's like muddy, it's wet, it's like two o'clock in the morning, and it's basically the, the dance floor is a mud pit, and you're just kind of like jumping across, and people are going schizo. Like, you can't tell the difference between it could be people dancing or it could be zombies gyrating <laughs> to the mess, you know? And it was insane. I was like, this needs to be more of a thing because it turns out it's like a couple of musicians who just collaborate it's Mm -hmm. not like a band and i couldn't find references anywhere so i'm like right i need to find someone who can play 180 190 bpm constantly and i'll add some stuff to it essentially so then i hit up ian lake i was like oi 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 (laughs) (laughs) you play drums do you want to do you want to play drums really fast (laughs) (laughs) and then speed it up that'll do so yeah we'll see i've been trying i came i've been trying to come back and finish to, I've got two more tracks on the album to finish up. Nice. And Making progress, then. I just keep getting distracted, and <laughs> I keep doing different things. So I keep going That's to Ableton right. and go, hmm, today I'm going to do this instead. So Did you reduce time? Exactly, exactly. So uh, we'll get on there. That's what I've been doing. What about you, mate? What have you been up to? Uh, musically, not a whole lot. I'm still trying to get back into the swing of things after being on the honeymoon and gone for a couple weeks. Um, How's the um, hand wrist? Wrist is actually getting better. Uh, it's it's not quite there, but I've, I think all the time off has really helped. Mm-hmm. And I still haven't played guitar yet, and that's partly why. I've been doing one thing instead of playing synths or pianos like for a long time. I've been trying to just sample small bits, either onto the computer or on the SP or something. So I'm still practicing, but then the bulk of the time is just hitting like a little pad, so it's not stressing the, the wrist. But it seems to be doing better. Hopefully I can start doing like compressive things with it again and playing guitar uh we'll see hopefully soon is what i mean um but yeah that and then um just been thinking about some interesting ideas of like sampler related things i like like you were saying curtis i want to get a drum some drummers to do some drums or something and try to like put that in the sampler and do stuff so maybe eon like you might be getting a message from me as well you're you're in demand as a session yeah, drummer yeah, for audio nautic apparently <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's that's about it. Um, yeah, that's about it. Well, we should probably say that the fact that this stream is brought to you by our patrons. And we yes. thank you. And thank you very much for your support. We love it. If uh, you yourself wanted to consider, yeah, that is the best way to put it. I can't put a better way than that. Yeah. <laughs> if you yourself fancy and like what we're doing, um, consider giving us a pledge on Patreon. Uh, Patreon. Pledges start at $2 a month, I think. And you yep. get. Uh, from $5, you get uh, early access to things, for example. For example, we have a brand new Binary Stars coming out this Saturday. And yesterday, we put up the early access. So people on Patreon already have access to our Binary Stars episode for this month. Yeah, and um, real quick, Binary Stars is our once monthly for now, twice monthly, soon-to-be radio show where Curtis and I talk about some songs off of our Audionautic Radio playlist, which you can find in the description. And then we talk about two songs that we've been influenced by or are inspired by lately. It's a lot of fun, and we talk about like why we're feeling the song or whatever have you. And um, we'd love if you check it out. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on our YouTube. But yes, patrons get early access to it, and episode five is up now for you to check out if you're on Patreon. Before we sidle on into the news, I think we need to address the elephant in the room. And 
understand that I missed the wardrobe news memo for today. Um, <laughs> the two of you looking rather sprightly, and then I can't. I'm surprised because usually you and I just accidentally wear the same clothes or same shirt, uh, not same shirt, but same colored shirt. Uh, mm. But today you missed. If we were wearing the same clothes, I'd be a bit concerned. Well, yeah, that would be a bit concerning because we're quite far away from each other. So yeah. that maybe I mean who knows how that would work. But uh, yeah, you, you missed a beat, man. I did. I mean, what can I say? I'm always the rebel. Let's do things my own way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm but, like, you uh, should show your shirt really fast because mine's yeah. just a plain blue shirt, but he's my got something. My music shirt. Yeah, look at that. Hey, look at that. that's cool. He's, that guy's happier than music I have ever been in my smile. entire life. Yeah, yeah. that's what you need. I've been up a positive effect on my mood, and I'm not going to grump and groan on this show too much. No rants today, huh? Sorry, Chad. No, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> let's see where we're at after the yeah let's, let's get into the news then maybe there's uh, some rant i think he'll have some ranting to do with the instagram news but uh no, but, that's but i the the people are very grateful that sunwalker is here to explain all the twists and turns that they keep taking i thought you were gonna be great say you were grateful for me handling the video stream this week <laughs> <laughs> you know We'll get um, We're not that much to look at, but it's better than a black screen. Ah, Shady Rich says he has a Sun Warper shirt on today. Nice. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Uh, as right. the album comes closer, I'll have some new merch coming uh, with the new logo and everything. Um, but, yeah, but that's nice. awesome, Shady. Thank you. And uh, I appreciate it. Speaking of merch, uh, obviously last week we announced that we have got our first batch of Audio Nautic yes. merch incoming for the first of uh, for the 2nd of September, Bandcamp Friday. Uh, we will Friday. be this Friday. Yeah, we will yeah. be putting our brand new uh, Eco Tees out uh, for the first time. You want to uh, pull it up real up. fast? It's just so I, so gorgeous. You know? I, do I have it here? I I'm have sure it the it's in the drive. I think. If right? you can yeah. keep, if you can keep the air talking. For oh, a I'll keep of the air talking. Well. I'm just rambling about whatever. SP four hundred four, SP three hundred three. <laughs> Eon Lake could rant about Instagram. I mean, you know, we could we could do this for days. Eon Lake, what, uh, how come you don't have any bleeps and bloops on the modular today? Have you seen what's happened to the energy prices in the UK? <laughs> oh, we'll get there in a second. We'll the get there. No, but that is part of the news. Yeah, I haven't. It's yeah. it's really yeah. hot today. I should mention, I apologize for the uh, air conditioner being on if you're hearing like a hum. It's, I think, supposed to be 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So whatever that is in whatever Celsius. Whatever that is to the rest of the world. It's, yeah. not, uh, it's not pleasant. Uh, let me just well, say it's not pleasant. Let's put it that way. Maybe uh, you need one of these in your life. This is the eco tea that we I think the black color might be very bad for the heat, though. <laughs> it is. It, it also does come in white. Um, oh, there we we're go. doing okay. black and white because they are eco teas. They won't be the cheapest t-shirts around, but it will be environmentally friendly. It will be made from sustainable materials. Yeah. And that is something that we're trying to... Yeah. Really it's important. Okay. Maybe. One more time. Eco-friendly inks, maybe. Eco-friendly inks and all that stuff. Exactly. So... Um, it is good for the environment, so it supports everyone, the environment, the music, the people on the roster, the labels, sound phaser, FCC, etc., which is really nice. Um, so there's the front, and then if you look at the back here, we have our we have our uh, logo, make it sound, logo? Motto. Yeah. Motto, right. logo. The logo's uh, on the front, the motto's the on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Don't um, worry, I got you covered. Good, <laughs> but yeah, they'll go uh, on Friday the 2nd. Uh, they'll be up for Bandcamp Friday. Um, I feel like that means we're real and legit now that we have some merchandise. Because obviously, if you don't what sell t-shirts... What is real, though? Oh, here we go. He's had a coffee and now he's going philosophical. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Welcome to our existential section. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Let's quickly and swiftly move on. 
Tina jumped off at that last comment. So I think she was like, I'm out of here. What's real? This is too deep for me. <laughs> let's go on with it. Let's start uh, with, let's start with gear. Because, come on, let's face it. We all love a bit of gear. Um, so going straight to Synthopia, uh, I think some author, you put this in the chat, didn't you? Yeah, I did. So tell us all about this. I'm not going to play the video. Because... I'm not, uh, I wasn't super familiar. I just saw that it's an analog synth. I think it's two oscillators, a mono synth, uh, but when Eon Lake plays it, you'll see why I wanted to put it. This thing is gritty. And I think if you scroll down, it might be, I think it's like Euro rack friendly or semi modular yeah. or something to that effect. Um, it's not super big either. And it's only, I think 579 Euro, probably near oh, equivalent yeah, yeah, in uh, yeah. US dollars and whatever have you. But yeah, there it is. Two analog oscillators, LFO, two EGs, VCF, VCA. Um, and it has a latching arpeggio or arpeggiator. Yeah very cool stuff and then um eon like if you can play some of those yeah, sounds yeah i mean you second. might read that spec list and think yeah so it's it's a mono sense but then you know if you hear this <laughs> and then, you know, just listen to that that's nice analog yeah. goodness oh feel that yeah, I mean I it's massive that. sounding. Mm. So I mean, I this was that was that the MS twenty that you were playing that Howard? No, that that was this. Uh... You've got oh, I missed that beat. So this is actually that. No, he's just playing the a vid the video. I think he's just ah, sharing the audio. Yeah. This is about the time that I went outside for people viewing. This is when I went outside to top up my cup of tea. Yes, so, yeah, our really our advanced <laughs> prep of fifteen minutes before the show. <laughs> Yeah, no, it just looks like a really sick synth. I'd love to get some samples of it, quite frankly, to put on the SP or something, um, or have it, but I, I, I'm not buying anything at the moment besides that pocket operator. But um, love to hear in the chat, is anybody interested in getting a synth, and what do you think about that price point? I, I personally think that price point is incredible for what it's giving you. 580, 580 yeah. euro. Yeah. For, for a pure analog mono synth, that's pretty that's reasonable. Like, Tea money for you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Just buttons. <laughs> but yeah. what everyone really looks for is, especially you know, an analog boutique analog sense is character. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. The, the Moog stuff has character. The MS Twenty because it's filthy, it's it's mm. dirty. It's, you can get some you know squawky, squarpy tones out of it, yeah. and yeah. that thing uh, is just plain rude. Yeah, so, I, I think I put uh, malevolent. Not just the name. This thing is gritty in the uh, yeah, in yeah. the drive. Yeah. I was just listening to like ten sec that ten seconds Eon Lake played. I was like, sold. This is gnarly. I love that sound. Yeah. I went from completely uninterested to hello. So by next week we'll hear. So I bought the PWM malevolent. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. I mean, it's, put your bets in the chat group. <laughs> no. How many weeks until Eon like buys it? Yeah, that's what we have to see. Um, I'm offering odds on that. I feel like we're going to get a tweet tomorrow, uh, 8 a.m. Bought it in the, in the basket. <laughs> we'll done. Yeah. Yeah. Love to see. Um, it can't be a decent analog synth. Like they yeah. just, like you say, there's so much character to them, and each one is a little bit different. And like, I was, I was talking to the guys at work about this because we use a lot of MIDI and we use a lot of plugins at work. And I was like, you just, you just can't beat just that like that grittiness of a there's also just something about the tactile nature of hardware i mean it could be digital it could even be mm. like in a hydro fighter connects his digital sense to things and stuff like that and 
it's kind of the same thing, but there's something to be said about having something in front of you that's not just on the computer screen that really, at least for me, brings out way more ideas. Yeah, touch yeah. something, hear a change, you know, you, you feel connected to what's going yeah. on. Monkey twist knob, monkey hear sound, monkey happy. Yeah. <laughs> Our chip brains, right? Yeah. Exactly. It's what it is, you know, it's what it is. Um, in other news, uh, we have I uh, we have the latest from Amazon Music, which is quite an interesting little justification, I feel. Yeah, um, wondering whether or not Amazon Music is still a thing. It is. Yeah, well, apparently made, yeah. there are dozens of listeners. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, uh, so the Amazon for Artists has been around for a while. Uh, it's a free app on iOS. It's probably on Android, too. Worth getting just to have it. You can pitch um, your songs on there. But the nice thing about it is you can pitch two weeks up to two weeks after release. Unlike Spotify, uh. where it has to be seven days before or longer. Uh, but the the new thing that they added, I got an email and wanted to share it, and it's at the bottom there. Speak to your fans. You could now record, uh, I think it's up to 15 seconds of audio. You can either record it on the app through your phone, or you can upload audio that you recorded like with a microphone and such. Um, but it, it plays before the song plays. Now, in theory, I think that's really cool. Because, yeah, you got a quick little, you can say, hey, this is Sun Warper, this is my new song, thanks for listening or something. Yeah, that's great. But if it's playing every single time the person is clicking the song, that's at least if I was listening, I'd get kind of annoyed. Like, just get to the song already. It's, it's like an ad, isn't it? It's like the beginning it of an ad. It is an ad, basically. Yeah. I think in one aspect, it helps humanize because this is streaming. Someone just clicks play, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But then now they're hearing your voice. They're hearing, oh, a human, you know, yeah, they made it great. And then, like, connecting you. But, um, yeah, if it's playing, and I'm not sure, it might only play the first time they do it or the first time per day they listen were someone listening multiple times but i thought it was interesting i posted it in the patreon twit uh twitter group which is another perk if you join our patreon patreon.com slash audionautic you can check out our twitter group where we talk about all this kind of stuff um but i just wanted to get your guys take on it what do you think about having like a quick audio blurb before the track and chat feel free to chime in i'd love to hear your take as well you like you go first. Pete on the spot. Like go. I mean, yeah. How? I mean, if I say this is a song about banging your face against the wall, <laughs> um, <laughs> the Eon Lake special. You're gonna have to hear that every time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I like to hear the people who make the music say mm -hmm. something. Yeah. I like to hear something about it, you know, without necessarily explaining everything about it, but. To give you an idea of what motivated them but yeah sometimes you do just want to listen to it so mm. i think it all depends on the context i think context is everything here how much we're going to have to hear it and go from there yeah real quick yeah. andrew is in the chat he says hey guys just saying hello hope the show is going well well we're happy Hi, to have man. you here it's better Thanks with for you tuning here. in yeah, uh, yeah, how are yeah. you doing today how's the uh, distro kit upload going i'll i'll get back to you on ig about that later um cool yeah curtis what is your thought on it in a similar vein i i like again i like the idea of like break not breaking it but i suppose it is like breaking the fourth wall in a way it's kind of like reaching directly out to people who might be not vibing with the work that you do yeah again if it happens at the start of every track i mean i get sick of my own voice I, i'm pretty sure people get sick of sick of mine after a while i think the i just think there are better ways to do it yeah. in this day and age like i get it okay a 14 second audio and I don't want to be too dismissive, you know, but like, 
a 14 second audio isn't going to tell much and i feel like you know you, people I, don't know, I feel like there's better ways to do it in a way i think let, let the music speak for itself if they like you they'll find you on your socials because i mean unless you don't have socials obviously um but if you yeah. don't have socials maybe you're not so fussed about a voice message i don't know but like yeah i would rather talk to people and say hi I'm Curtis, and I've got some wacky ideas. I, you do too. Let's be friends. You know, that's just kind of like. Incidentally, that's what I do on Instagram quite a lot. So. <laughs> well, I believe there's there's one thing I also wanted to mention because I I talked on the Twitter group that I think Spotify through Anchor, which is how we upload our podcast to Spotify and mm. Apple Podcasts, but I believe they have this hybrid sort of playlist podcast function where you can create a playlist of, let's say you make an album, right? You can create a playlist of the album and in between each track or whatever separation you want to do, you could have like a quick or however long podcast of you explaining or talking about the tracks. So you could have like a track by track analysis in between each track. I mean, that's lovely. That would be a great bonus. Like if you like, that'd be a great thing to say. Like again, if we talk about Bandcamp exclusives, but that might be a really nice kind of like spot yeah. exclusive. Like, Chili Peppers did that quite a bit for Stadium Arcadium. Yeah. Um, I'd love it. I mean, that'd be great. I yeah. mean, yeah, that'd be a much better way of doing it. Ian, like, what do you think about that? I think you're right. You're giving me ideas. I think bonus yeah. stuff on Bandcamp that talks you through it almost like, um, almost like, you know, director's commentary on DVDs or stuff. Yeah. 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 You know, when you, yeah, for, for those that are interested, then you cannot listen to it if you're not interested. If you see what yeah. I mean, so yeah. it's easy to avoid or listen to as you will. Um, that isn't too self indulgent or too long, but actually, you know, allows you to because my, my theory is always, you know, in whatever you do on social media and all the rest of it, is to be a real person, yeah, mm. very rare, apparently, and, and yeah, and, and try not to you know, be um, vacuous and say all the things that people say that don't mean anything. Yeah. So I think it's a good way to sort of do that, if that's what you're about. So, yeah. yeah, I'd like the idea of bonus content on Bandcamp, you know, for people who are genuinely interested to know a little bit more. Try not to bore them, but provide something at the same time. I get it, yeah. Like, I mean, I think, I think the... Uh... I always said that streaming services are like the heroin try before you buy kind of thing. Like that's how people find you. Then you get hooked and then you go to their bank and you buy stuff. So like, Man. that's how, that's how the conversion rate goes. It's not the other way around. You don't like fall in love necessarily with people on, you know, I do, but I mean. Free base later, you know, just to, just to I mean, maybe a, a nicer or more pleasant analogy would be, it's like a, a free little taste of ice cream before you get the ice cream you want. You could, but that's that's got no shock value. That's got no shock value. Like, yeah, you know me, mate. Drama. Yeah. Rock hair today, so you know you get the edgy stuff. Exactly. You know, if you if if you're not addicted to heroin, while you listen to it, no, no, I won't go that far. It's fine. Man, more rich apparently. Maybe. It is twenty forty four, so I feel like we have got time. Do we got time for both? Time for one. I forgot what they are, so let's just How go with both. Let's, let's go through it quick. <laughs> so, all right, let's go. Uh, let's go with the latest from Eurorack. Oh yeah, so we're gonna talk about this. Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. 
Okay, uh, that we. Oh, I feel like a rant might be coming on from Eon Lake. Uh, well, I think uh, both bits of news may may or they they might be somewhat connected. I don't know. With the second, let's find out. You say, yeah. I mean, um, global part shortage and so on seems to have hit WMD, who are makers of pedals and Euro Rack gear that they've always done in house. I mean, Euro Rack is a is a real cottage industry anyway, but they've announced that. Um, they're shutting shop. They're winding everything down. So the good news is that there's 20 or 30% off everything in their store at the moment that is still in stock. Um, but they are winding down and eventually closing down. Um, as they say at the bottom there, they hope it's not a goodbye and, and just a see you later. And they'd like to come back further down the road. But at the moment, they've got part shortages that mean certain things, have, you know, that's some parts could take a year to arrive and so on so that they just don't even know if they can get the things to make the stuff they've designed and whatnot yeah it's all a bit sad you know they've got people that they employ and everything is made in-house that they're you know having to let go and they're doing their best to do that responsibly and if you read the actual announcement itself you know um the stress of what they've been doing and trying to keep it running is is evident Um, so my heart goes out to them really Um, I completely understand what they're doing but it's a shame, they're good they made interesting stuff Um, they're part of um, what I think is a creative side of of equipment and manufacture like I say, I mean the Eurorack stuff particularly is a bit of a cottage industry it's a lot of free thinkers in there that have managed to carve a niche for themselves but unfortunately some of the global issues going on make them vulnerable and, and not everyone is necessarily going to be able to ride out the storm so um sad to see them go nice to see you can get some bargains particularly if you are us based um and i hope to see them again one day in the future hope it all works out for them shame yeah that's quite a bummer it is yeah so i mean it's it's always a shame to see these kind of these t- like I say cottage industries are very well putting it little going on in the last couple of years and we're still feeling the effects i mean mm. it's it a bit me too can't they i mean everybody's putting out the same equipment with the same spec which is why i originally thought when sunwalker first mentioned that mono sense but when i heard it i thought okay all right it's got a sound of its own <laughs> oh. but, kind of reminded know, me of dreadbox i know we're on a different topic now but that yeah. one kind of remind they all have their own sounds exactly and 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 you know this is where I think people's thinking is a little bit more creative and a little more divergent and they come up with some right wacky stuff that is new and, you know, comes up with new possibilities and so on. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to think of any of that disappearing, really, but, you know, things are what they are. Yeah. Um, but hopefully it's uh, not farewell, as they said. Maybe they can well, get yeah, back yeah, if things yeah. ease up and, Wouldn't. you know. Yeah. Fairly not. Um I've just seen Hydrofighter enter the lobby. Now, Hydrofighter, I'm going to have to deny your entry for a second because I've got one more piece of news to share. But, savage. Uh, savage. Hey, savage. And I feel, I feel like such a dick. No, we'll, we'll have but, you on in a second, Hydrofighter. We'll we I'm going to deny your entry right now, but obviously next time, obviously I'll let you in. I just got one more. I, it grays everything out. So, I can't do it. Um, so uh, our last piece of the news for itself, um, another piece of depressing news, and one that is being felt across the world. Thanks for thing that we have here. Music industry warns that the UK music studios could close without energy bill support. Mm. Um, 
Did you put this in the chat? I did, yeah. So, I mean, for those not UK-based, uh, there's, a, there's a, quite a cost-of-living crisis going on in the UK at the moment, and a large part of that is soaring energy bills, and I mean really soaring, over 300% increases in a year, and, and more on the horizon and so on. Which is a, there's a, it's a lot for people at home and so on. The government are have being forced to look at what they can do to support. This is the music industry saying, um, "Hello, <laughs> you know, yeah. we use energy too." And in mm -hmm. fact, you know, you know, our energy usage is going through the roof. We can't actually get a quote on some places for an energy supply at all. Um, some places, you know, oh, it's an extra nine thousand pounds a month. You know, it, it's just absolute madness. I mean, so there's a lot of warnings coming from not just music studios, but also venues, yeah. a lot of venues, mm. um, saying that, you know, if the government doesn't extend whatever they're going to do to try and mitigate this incredible rise in energy bills, um, they're going to have to close because it literally makes businesses non-viable you know on a, yeah. a non-music front it's affecting pubs and restaurants as well loads of them are saying that they'll be non-viable without this being controlled in some way but yeah, yeah i mean yeah. This, this is the news that you know major studios and and music venues big music venues might have to close if something isn't done mm. i mean it's that's, i mean it's an awful precedent it's happening on this side of the channel as well uh, mm. I, I, have you got a cost of living energy crisis where you are, some of them? I mean, there's bad inflation, so yeah. I know, I do. Yeah, I mean, it's, I really feel sorry for the CEOs of the energy companies because they, they must be really feeling it if this is happening. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, not, though, are they? sorry, one more time. Apparently, they're not, though, are they? I mean, I, I, I feel like if we, I feel like if we're being affected by the energy crisis, the people at the very top are also being affected by the energy crisis. I, I feel don't like think that that's how it usually works, unfortunately. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's similar here. We have, we have. I don't think we're quite at three hundred percent, but it's coming through, and it means it. Yeah, the energy is getting ridiculous. So the cost of utilities and stuff is ridiculous, and it only makes sense that the guys who do this on a commercial basis, i.e., the venues, they're going to hit hit very hard yeah. right. that's why my euro rack is off that's my booming troll ah, when yeah. i am power switches make sure nobody throws those switches but me but i'm not drunk at the time when i do it yeah those wow. synths take a lot of power i dread to think i'm, I'm hoping to see a big dip in usage <laughs> use the I, samplers I more man battery operated <laughs> does the, is the euro okay all right in terms of like I'm curious. In terms of like Eurorack's consumption of energy, is it efficient? Is it not efficient? Is it? I'm not. I'm not inclined to think it's particularly efficient. Right. I mean, it gets a bit warm. <laughs> and that's saying warm. something. Warm is never a good sign of energy efficiency, is it? It means you're losing a load of energy to heat. No, yeah. I mean, it, it's not particularly efficient. And when there's like, I've only got three power supplies powering my euro rack um only 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 yeah uh, <laughs> yeah Put it this way, i'm switching everything off you know yeah yeah, yeah i mean it. that's definitely a way to mitigate some of the costs Very much right? so. um let's uh move across hydro fighter has just entered the lobby once again Thank he's you back no rejection back. this time steve no <laughs> not at all. uh it pains me every time like it just pains me um the but we'll get him in uh we'll see how he's at and then we'll move across the round robin this is the part in the show where uh 
our patrons. Uh, we invite our patrons to come on. So get another photo if you want to be on Patreon. Uh, you're off, you get the Google Meet link for this, and then you come on and have a chat and talk about stuff. And yeah, if that's something you're into. Let's have a look. For now, let's bring Hydra Fighter in, shall we? Yeah. Let's go. Ah, the black screen theft. We've got a muted microphone. Here he is. Hi, Hydra Fighter. How you doing, man? Hey guys, you guys uh, have some pretty cheery topics today. <laughs> uh, not for sure if it's like a case of too much whiskey, but I like I prefer the people who get all like I love you, man, when they're when they're drunk. So, uh... <laughs> How, how's your week been, uh, Hydrofire? What's been going on? Pretty good. Uh, you know, I'm working on a, a VCV rack template Ooh. in Ableton. Um, so just kind of doing some cleaning house. As you might uh, suspect that when you're working with virtual modular, things can get really messy really easily. So I'm cleaning out the crap. There you go. That's the uh, Hydro Fighter motto for the week. Cleaning out, cleaning out the crap. I like <laughs> that. It, man. I like that. Uh, take, take, well, no, I think my motto this week is just taking names and kicking ass. Ooh, and cleaning out the crap. And cleaning out the crap. I think you need crap. that. <laughs> is that I have to ask, is that cleaning out the crap? Is that instead of a seed, is that a K? Because I could get on board with that. Like cleaning. For K. you, it would be a K. You know. But I, I think for us rubber. normal people on Earth, it's C. <laughs> C is the most useless letter in the animal. Um, yeah, yeah, it is a K. It is a K. But the eyes are ones, too. <laughs> ah, even better, bro. Yeah. You're taking too many cues from Curtis. And that's Q yeah. with a K. <laughs> See, that we can so be cheery. It might be dystopian a bit, but we can get some cheery <laughs> moments in there. We can go. We can go. Um, so, yeah. All right. We're here. It is 54 minutes past the hour. Uh, we've got... A short round robin and quite a bit of marketing. Let's see how much we can get through. Um, but as you're here, um, I wanted to bring it back. Okay, so we're production or producers, um, musicians. And we spend a lot of our time either in Ableton or Logic or whatever it is you use. We sit and we make stuff and we create. I was chatting to uh, Jaybo in the in the studio today uh, during the week. Sorry, and um, I we were, we were both talking about the fact that we produce and we kind of do things very may and then kind of came to the conclusion that we really kind of we miss playing live we really miss playing live in a sense like growing up i was in bands as a kid and uh, i still enjoy playing live every so often and i just wanted to kind of uh, go on a bit of a nostalgia trip i suppose we've all been live musicians at a certain point and done stuff and i kind of just wanted to uh have a quick kind of memorial also speaker kind of playing playing live how we play live as monikers as we are now or previous times and stuff like that um i want to hear your stories and hear your thoughts about whether or not playing live is something that's still important to you whether or not it's something that you miss or something that you're looking to do in the future um because i was feeling nostalgic this week as they say yeah um i'll be curious hydrofire what's your background and is it something that you miss at all it is something that i miss to a certain extent what i miss is actually playing in front of people being in uh, you know, have, going through the PA um, having that crowd response what I don't miss is hauling gear and starting gigs late getting home late um, but I, I you know I think the world's changed a lot with COVID and uh, a lot of the live things have really gone to a video format in a way 
Yeah. And uh, I, I see myself going more that direction for live performances, just because I don't think there's a scene so much in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area for the type of music that I do to make it worthwhile, I okay. guess. You know, I'd probably be like going to a coffee shop and playing something for a free cup of coffee, and that's... I don't know if I get my kicks off that and probably playing through a stereo speaker system instead of a full-blown PA, but... If the opportunity arises, I'll, I'll jump all over it. But I, I think um, my goal is to kind of go more video oriented. So, would you, is it? Have you started making tracks towards that? As in, like, have you got have you got a setup or anything like that? Or is that still? Yeah, uh, still I have. Stuff? I've done some things in the past, uh, not too deep, but I think everything I do going forward with these templates, they're designed to do everything live. So I think okay. everything that you going forward <clears throat> now, I might write songs where I might have things queued up a little bit more easily to put on an album. But in the live environment, I would let it develop slowly and build everything out in real time. I doubt that. Yeah, that's what you need. Uh, yeah. That sounds very nice. Uh, if people in the chat, if we'd like to know as we're chatting, uh, hey, people in the chat as we're chatting, it'd be nice to know where uh, where you're at with this, if there's something you're interested in. Um, what about you, Ian? I think <laughs> I think Mr. Fighter hit the hit the, the magic <laughs> button there with the whole PA thing. I mean, you know, I'd like to hear my music on a much bigger scale. <laughs> so it's all or nothing. Go big or go home, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would. You know, I mean, I'm a drummer, so I mean, you know, I remember the first time I played live and and those sound checking. The first time I heard my kick drum going through a PA, and it's like, oh yes. <laughs> at last this is fantastic <laughs> ironically i couldn't hear myself play that gig and i was playing way too hard got sweaty hands and kept dropping sticks and stuff you know which is something that you do when you when you can't gig. hear yourself you t it tends to make you play even harder and <laughs> i didn't really need to do that particularly but uh -huh. um yes it's something that's on my mind i think I've, you know, having tried to put something together for the, the, the Fox Fest thing, this, that was always in my head, that sort of like informing how I'm going to try and design a live set for actually playing to people in the flesh, assuming we still have venues to play in. But, um, yeah, I, I, I kind of miss the excitement beforehand. Mm -hmm. I kind of uh, miss getting lost in performing something during. And, I kind of miss the sort of the you know the come down afterwards and everything, and the and and the hearing everything coming out of, of a PA and it being you know real and out there in the world like other people, you know performing <laughs> music you know and if if I have to hear so and so singing karaoke in a pub you know and you know some of the things that you hear coming out of pubs late at night, you know if that is okay then what i do surely is okay right <laughs> gotta be somewhere where heard high volume if we're gonna listen to people who can't sing singing <laughs> drunk so um yeah and I, it is something that i would like to do it's something that i've got my mind on and in the music that i'm creating now i've kind of got half a mind on thinking well how would you do this live what would go into the sampler what would you play live how can what do you want to get out of a live set? As in, you know, do you want to perform something? Do you want risk? Do you want the ability to make mistakes and screw things up? 
you know, the rest of it. Um, do you want to mix? Do you want to play? Do you want to yeah, do more than one instrument? How would you do that? Would you do different things on different songs? All of this stuff whistles around my head when I'm noodling around. And I'm trying to get things a little bit more organized so that sort of thing would be easier. But I still think the way that I would be doing it is recording music just as it is without trying to put any restraints on it but with a mind as to how i would pull it together to perform it live and i think a lot of the ambient layers and all of the other stuff could be dropped down into samples and bounced and whatnot and it's just the key stuff that you know be performing and i can still change the arrangements and so on that way so yeah it's definitely on my mind i do miss doing it for a number of reasons um and it's just uh, <laughs> i did it for years when i had no transport or anything a load of gear to cart around did it the hard way i've got a car i can fit my stuff in now i could drive myself <laughs> play a gig drive myself home you know it's the it would just be perverse not to do it now and i've done it the hard <laughs> way when i was a kid for years that makes sense yeah completely i mean now you've got the ability to do it if you miss it you kind of won't do i mean because Sam Ropper, you teased the idea of doing something a bit more doorless moving forward. Is that part of any of this? Do you yeah, to... I mean, I, I I, was just starting to play live shows right before that whole thing in 2020. Uh, I did a show, and then I did a radio performance, and then everything shut down. I was like, great. So I haven't really figured out... And then I moved, so I haven't really figured out where, if anywhere around here, I could play some stuff. There are some coffee shops that I was thinking of maybe doing something, but um, as Hydro Fighter was mentioning, I'm thinking of kind of converting to some like live stream type live performances. And I mentioned last week about the whole concept I'm sketching out for next year, and I want everything to be kind of this holistic thing. So there'll be live streams of performances, and there'll be dollar stuff. Like it's all one thing: the dollar stuff, the live streams, the uh, song creation, the performance and release of the song. So kind of all one big thing so hopefully yeah there'll be some live performances and then i'm thinking about filming some like dj sets out in a park or something so yeah that's what you need yeah uh, just, just one tree just under one tree yeah, yeah pretty much that's the way i see it who needs two? i don't know why hey, yeah <laughs> why, why have two trees when you just have one <laughs> yeah exactly under. one's all you need man um but yeah i mean in terms of like nostalgia i just i really miss i think hydro fighter you mentioned it but vibing off the crowd you know, seeing what's working, what's not. And it's also a good metric of, like, if you're writing a song and you play it live, what parts are catching people's attention? Is it catching people's attention? I mean, yeah, you don't want to write for people, typically, but it's nice to just know, like, what other people are vibing with. Because, of course, most likely you're vibing with your own stuff because you're in the middle of making it. So it's just a little objective viewpoint. The human interaction is important and a great way to market yourself, too, because you get the the ability to talk to your fans directly face to face. But if I was being honest, what I really miss is just when I go on stage, like I have horrible anxiety before a show starts and like, you know, the whole lead up into a show, weeks, months, whatever. But once I start playing, like everything goes blank and I'm literally just in the moment completely. Like, I won't even remember the performance afterwards. I'm just that locked in that one moment. And I love that. So, yeah. I think Eon nailed something, too, by the ability to make mistakes. Because I always thought playing live, the fun part of it was making those mistakes, but how fast you could recover from from them. Yeah. That's like a test. So, like, testing yeah. your ability. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real, though. Yeah, completely. Uh, 
David, I mean, yeah. Chat. What's going on? How are you, David? Hello. Well, thanks for tuning in. Nice to see you. Thank you very much. Uh, we're chatting about uh, we're chatting about playing live. Uh, whether or not you miss it, or whether or not it's something that you're interested in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that means it's your turn, Curtis. Yeah. yeah Don't just yeah. jump. You gotta yep. play it. <laughs> you gotta spill your guts first. I gotta spill your guts now. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, I I miss playing. I think I miss playing in a band. I think I really enjoy. Uh, obviously, I started Curtis before it was Curtis. It was another thing, and I started it as a reaction to the fact that I was getting uh, playing in a band, but I wanted to do my own stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in a, I was in like a rock band, and then I wanted to do like trip hop electronically stuff. So I was like, um, the so I was like, okay, I'll do that. And now I'm doing this, and this is the only thing I do. My band broke up, but then I'm coming back to it now, and I'm like, I miss that kind of like. I miss the like the the packing the stuff in the van, the camaraderie, the kind of working out racing together, that kind of thing. It's why I do so many collabs because I enjoy racing with other people. Yeah, and it's not the same, but it's kind of it's, it's kind of similar. It's similar. Same, same but different. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I I really enjoy that that aspect of it. Um, I also really enjoy like metal and thrash and uh just the heavier side of things and i just like i just really kind of want to you know when you're putting putting away a riff and stuff like that oh, just, yeah. there's that aspect of playing that i kind <laughs> of miss as well just that kind of like head banging on the thing that kind of thing being the metal hand metal head that i am yeah um, it's something i'd like to get back into i'm not i'm not that interested in making curtis go live as such mm. since i've started playing around with the dj decks i, I think especially i'm quite happy to play other people's songs um I'm, I'm not very good at self-promotion, basically. Um, but the, uh, but so I'm, I like this, this space. This is mine. I do my thing. A bit like Eon, like go meditate, get into a good space, and do my thing. You know? Yeah. But when it comes to the stage, I wanna, I wanna get my, I wanna get my lag arcane with my EMGs and like just do dive bombs with the Floyd Rose. <laughs> um, yeah, there's nothing um, like yeah. that with the shred, man. Just going up and, uh, yeah. Over in the chat, uh, Andrew says, definitely miss playing live as well. Became much more of a challenge once I had kids, even pre-COVID. Got into electronic music a bit more in part as it seemed more manageable with kids. Yeah. And, I mean, electronic music can be done live. And there's, like, like Hydro Fighter was saying with not lugging gear. I mean, my last two shows, I had a computer, a guitar, and a Big Sky pedal. And the computer did all the, the backup or backing tracks uh, oh, I had a MIDI keyboard too because I was triggering MIDI and stuff like that. But the key, uh, the computer did everything, and then the pedal was just for the guitar to have a little bit more of a sound. And then we also have Shady Ridge saying, uh, "Definitely miss playing in a band, but would only like to gig once in a while." Yeah, it's it's yeah. stressful, it's time consuming, and mm. um, yeah, I mean, I think touring would be rough, but micro touring. Uh, I, I wouldn't singer? mind seeing. I wouldn't mind seeing a uh, kindly spoken thieves gig though. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, that'd be I cool. Like, yeah, you know what, that. Curtis? We'll come play your house. We'll come play at your house pl- party your house for a measly thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that. If I had thirty thousand dollars, I think that's exactly where it's going. I think I think KST is going that direction too. I'd like to go that direction. I think Josh is on board with it too. Well, so, Shady's uh, here. What do you think, Shady? Yeah, uh, Shady, <laughs> is this news to you? Because this is news to us. He's probably like, what? What? <laughs> And I think we'll we'll do some video type of stuff just to yeah. try it out and see Pretty what cool. happens. And yeah, if we have an so. opportunity to gig, I think we'll take advantage of it. Nice. Very good. 
Yeah, I was kind of thinking about Shady Ridge and, and the roster and how many are Minnesota based or, you know, where you could, you know, Festival. if there was a scene, sort of create your own scene in the sense of, like, you know, get a few bands to play together, um, put something on. Ignore the fact there isn't a scene. Make the scene. Yeah, yeah I think scene. There, yeah. and there are people in town who do somewhat similar stuff. Uh, but it just goes back to that. All right, I'm setting up at ten o'clock at night to play at eleven o'clock at night. I got to work the next day. That thing, and I'm like, I'm not getting any younger. And Red Bull can only do so much. Five hour energy, man. Uh, I hate oh, those yeah. energy drinks, dude. They don't work for me. I just go right to sleep. <laughs> well, I had the opposite effect on you. Wow, that's an interesting. But they are special. Now, not as much, but I remember in college when I tried to pull all nighters, I would chug, you know, a five hour energy or something, and I'd just start typing well, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole night. It's just not going to happen. They work yeah. for me if I, if I mix them with tequila, but um, <laughs> I don't know like what happens. <laughs> uh, depressants and stimulants are great. All I'm saying is we're not going to sleep. What? Uh, what? <laughs> What uh, stimulants? Shady said, uh, "Might have to be using. a day gig." Yeah, <laughs> we'd love to know what stimulants you guys are using in the chat to stay awake through your long. Yeah, what would you need to get played on now? Is it the same as last time? How would your rider have changed? <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, that should be on the t-shirt. Yeah, um, I'll have a, I'll have a look at that before we go live on Friday. Um, <laughs> Thank you very much uh, for sharing your stories and your ideas, gentlemen. Uh, I love tripping down uh, on uh, where we're going to go. On live. anything. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. there is that. There is that. But yeah, um, let's move across. We're at 10 minutes past the second hour. So let's go through. Uh, let's go back into our first marketing one we had in a while. I didn't think we did marketing last week, did we? Uh, we did may have we briefly it. done it. I don't know. But that was the, uh, the celebration of two years of Audionautic and us both coming back from some vacation time and such so yeah, it was yeah. so, that was a very special episode if you uh like this episode go back and have a look because that was a good episode that was just the two of us. yeah just, it's I mean, here on youtube and it will also be on well it is already up on um spotify and apple podcasts and while you're there mm -hmm. if you'd like to help us either leave a like on youtube or uh a rating on spotify or apple Podcasts, it helps a ton that was smooth, yeah. Uh, that, that in its own right, that deserves a review just for that. that, was, that was <laughs> yeah, maybe review our segues. <laughs> <laughs> just write a review all about our segues. That might work. I can get bored with that. Um, let's move across. Uh, let's start with the thing from Insta, seeing as that is in our title for this week, and it's probably the biggest bit of news. Um, some offer, take it away, bro. Yeah. So this, as typical, as is typical with um, the Instagram head. He usually posts his reels all about like social media stuff right before we go live. So I saw this, and uh, and he was talking about getting on. So Instagram has a recommendations section, and they're now saying that I don't know if you remember a few weeks back, but the feed on Instagram had become almost all recommendations. And he and Instagram is saying that oh, we're seeing friends interacting more on stories, so we want the feed you know when you're just on instagram scrolling to be all recommendations so you can discover new people and they're supposedly boosting smaller creators as they call them you know under whatever metric of followers and likes and such that all got uh 
they they stopped doing all those huge changes that they were doing, and I think they're going to slowly implement stuff again. But as I figure it out, because there was a lot of controversy, but they're still doing these recommendations on your feed. It's probably like every two or three posts you'll see recommendations, and it's people you don't follow or may have never interacted with. Um, but they posted these guidelines about recommendations and how to get on it as a creator. But I didn't get to read all of it because, like I said, it was posted before. So I will talk about that next week. But the big thing is something that I've been noticing and talking about um, on ADSN recently, ever since Reels merged IGTV videos and Reels all into one type of video format. So Reels is all vertical videos, 9x16. And whenever I would post something that wasn't 9x16, I would notice drastic differences in viewers likes all that stuff and i don't know have, uh curtis you steve you don't post much on instagram but yeah like I, I don't know if you do either but curtis i know we post as audio nautic i don't know if you've noticed or if you guys have posted if you've noticed uh different metrics for the type of aspect ratio you're posting and anyone in the chat feel free to chime in but i definitely have and so they laid out four things to keep in mind when you're creating reels to get in the recommendations. So that's what I'm gonna talk about today. So first one is optimize your video content to be viewed full screen and vertically. This means using high resolution nine by 16 vertical videos with no borders where text does not cover the majority of the screen. So right there, they're saying, yes, you'll be punished if you don't put a full vertical video. So if you're doing a square video, which a lot of people like to do, or, or the 16 by nine video, you will not get on the recommendations. They also say, keep it short. In order to be recommended, your content has to be 90 seconds or less. That's the real metric. So reels are up to 90 seconds. So the other videos that get posted, even though they'll post as a reel, they won't count as a reel to Instagram. They also say, make a good first impression. Pull the viewer in within three, within the first three seconds and keep them interested the whole time. That's a bit uh, subjective, I guess. I don't know, but that seems like I don't know how they, they actually wager that one, besides just watch time, I suppose. And the final one, they say, avoid visibly recycled content. Don't post reels that are visibly from other apps, i.e. contain watermarks or that are low quality. So this one's That's pretty easy. Fired at TikTok, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you can export videos on from another one onto it. And the thing that's kind of annoying about reels is if you're making text based, if you're putting text on reels, if you were to follow this guideline, which is important, that means you have to do the text either individually per social media platform you're posting on, or you'd have to use one of these watermark removers that I've seen online, but I don't know. I've never used that, but um, yeah, I noticed like if I post an Instagram reel to TikTok, it gets no views because it's got that IG thing. If I post a TikTok, something I made on TikTok and saved and post that to Instagram, I would assume from what they're saying, they will see that and not post it. I don't really Very use so. TikTok. So, yeah, it, it's a I mean, you're you're promoting another company, right? So, of course, these companies aren't going to like mm -hmm. it. I haven't noticed an issue when I post Instagram ones onto YouTube shorts. So. So right. there is that. I mean, I, I mean, I'm surprised that you don't use TikTok because I know how much you love uh, people looking in on what your information is there <laughs> yeah there's a whole lot of privacy issues that keep coming out with tiktok eon lake always likes to talk about that i know um okay. but i just thought that was really interesting because i've been trying to figure out like why 
they merged these things, but they weren't stating like, oh yeah, if you're still posting normal videos, you know, you'll be on the reels. They're just saying every video is a reel now, but they're clearly stating in this guideline, like, hey, if you're not posting the proper reel, you're not going to get on the search. You're not going to get on recommendations and all that stuff. And I feel like if you're trying to promote your music, you want to try to get on those things. Can you guys share that link in uh, yes. the comments? Yeah, yeah. and I'll, I'll go uh, over the full run thing. Run right around. Say <laughs> hey, again. Yeah, the wrong way around and use that. Put it in the chat. Uh, I'll put it in the chat. And I'll put it in the Patreon group uh, for yeah. you as well. Uh, I can, I'll do that now. Yeah, I, mean, I think this is huge. Day, stop posting that TikTok crap or <laughs> Well, I think this goes back to what we were talking about in the round robin for me. Uh, I'm not doing a lot of reels yet, but if I'm going to be doing some video performances, I yeah. might want to throw in a bunch of those reels out there. So yeah, definitely, um, I think I'm a ways out from that, but I'll take advantage of it. Just back. keep uh, in mind, but I mean, that's why you can tune in here, but Instagram yeah. changes their algorithms and all yeah. that stuff every week constantly. So uh, it, I mean, these are the guidelines for now. They'll probably be similar later, mm -hmm. but like I had mentioned, yeah. yeah, but like I had mentioned, before they walked back all of these changes, there were even more, I guess, unspoken guidelines about reels and recommendations and things like that. And supposedly, I was watching one, like, uh, what's it called, uh, like IG coach or whatever, talking about ever since they walked back all of these new implementations of things, the algorithm has been a bit like off. So views in general have gone down for most people because the whole, they walked back all these massive changes. And so it's like taking time to get back to where it was, something like that. I don't know if that's true. That's what I heard, but anecdotally I've noticed a difference. Um, but I think the biggest thing is try to not post things that have borders on it. Like I made a reel recently that was six, uh, nine by 16, but then certain parts because it was from a video I made for YouTube the, like I couldn't fit the circuit in nine by 16. So I had to do a square part and I noticed it didn't get as many views and stuff. And again, views aren't the biggest thing, but if you're trying to get out there, it is good to know these sorts of things. It's all about aesthetic at the end of the day. Um, yeah. Screw talent. It's not about the music. Oh, it's about how they look. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least for the recommendations, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, you may choose to, look, to, to not pay attention to some of this stuff, but at least you'll be aware then of what yeah. the cover of that. Exactly. It's like point. music. Yeah. Know the yeah. rules to break them. Yeah. 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 That's the one way. Um, there's one more piece, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, Sam Walker. Um, the Let there's me... no link. Though. Which there's one no is link. it? Because I had posted about, a few. <laughs> there's the all the all, I think uh, the all this art this uh, this is artist playlists. Cause, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I so uh, well there was also the Magic Links affiliate, but I can talk about that next week. Just really quick. I I was stoked. I I recently got that this is sun warper spotify playlist and um i was just curious like what are the metrics and i can't find it anywhere online they don't mention what the metrics are to get those editorial this is artist playlists um it's very interesting one of the key things seems to be having 50 tracks or more because every this is blank artist playlist has 50 tracks um so i'm just curious anybody in the chat if they have a this is their own playlist like have you noticed when you got it because i mean the only other thing that happened for me was i hit 700 followers on spotify but my streams have been relatively the same so i don't I know see, what it was 700 seems quite arbitrary as well it does like yeah that. it's not 500 it's not a thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very strange. i wonder if you're, i wonder if you're on if you're onto it i mean that's what it is 50 tracks if you've just hit 50 tracks, i'd be curious to see like an artist with you know 
not a ton of listeners and stuff with 50 tracks do they have a this is playlist because i'm wondering if that's the only metric sounds like propaganda to me sounds like spotify is yanking your chain to make you feel like uh, you're getting more play so they can pay you less I mean, maybe, maybe, yeah, I don't know. There's my cheer for the day. Here's the I thing, though. That. It counts as editorial streams, so it is good in terms of editorials are those big Spotify playlists, so I don't, you know, if you're getting editorial streams, it may convince, or may show the algorithm to go more. I don't know, it's just interesting, like, what is the, it's just, everything seemed arbitrary when it happened, other than having over 50 songs, so I'm just curious if anybody has any you know, uh, notion as to what it is. Because I looked all over online and I can't find anything about it. It's like one of the great Spotify mysteries. Oh, another good mystery. Um, so yeah, that makes sense. We'd like yeah, to let's know. get Scooby doing the gang on <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, there one. we go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, but that actually, um, I did have a question for the chat. I was just curious do you listen, not the editorial playlist, but uh, do you listen to other people's playlists on uh, Spotify? Just a. I'd like to know. I, well, I think. Just to be clear, do you mean like other playlists of other artists or other no, playlist like the artists curators make? or what have you? You know, like if you make mm-hmm. um, if if like so and so makes a playlist, do you listen to those playlists? You know, like the ones you can find on Submit Hub mm. or Daily Playlists or song, uh, Sound Play, anything oh, no. like that. Yeah, I've got people I know that make very good playlists that keep me busy. Yeah, Andrew, uh, well, first he said, agreed good stuff about the Instagram, and uh, David said, good info to know on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, I, I just like to keep up to date on all that stuff, but uh, Andrew makes an incredible playlist. Um, I listen to that all the time, but I'm just curious if people in the chat, if you listen to playlists on Spotify, and if you listen, you know, do you make your own, or do you listen to others, curators? I do, since I learned from Sunwarper that if you're not on a mobile platform, and you have a free Spotify account, you can still listen to stuff relatively normally yeah yeah if you go yeah. on playlists it doesn't have to be random but there's a lot of stuff that people i know curate that is really good that you know beyond that i don't have time to sort of seek out other stuff necessarily yeah i find it's a nice way to uh discover new music though like that i normally yeah. wouldn't listen I, to. I do through other people definitely yeah for sure like i the, the biggest thing for me i've been utilizing the radio quite a bit on Spotify. Oh yeah. So I hit up an artist and then I'll go to that, which is a playlist in its own right, but mm-hmm. it will it will then tell you songs from it. And yeah. I mean that's for me that's that's a good way. Also the audio Nautic radio playlist I listen to quite a bit. Uh just and that's nice. genu- that's not that's not a plug. That's just generally like I just hit it up every so like at least twice a week to see what's going on. because um, you do it some you curate it and then I I, I, I found so much new stuff from it because I check like our Audionautic release radar, our my release radar, and okay. just like other stuff from playlists and things like that. It's like, because I'm just trying to discover new music. I, I don't like being in a rut of like the same things all the time. So it's fun to do. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that is 23 minutes past the second hour. Is there anything else that you'd like to bring up some more? No, that's it. Um, I will cover that whole recommendations thing uh, article next week. But if there's anything you all in the chat want me to look into, either Instagram, whatever have you, social media, um, streaming, let me know. I'll gladly look into it. Um, but I, I just I like to stay up to date with all that stuff, and I want to keep you guys up to date. So, yeah. yeah that's what we're here for. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Hydrofire, is there anything you'd like to say before we close up shop today? 
Yeah, I'm just happy to see everybody back together. Everybody, right? Sun Warper's other marriage. That's good. Before we go really quick in the chat, uh, David says, don't do Spotify. Bandcamp is still the place, but I get recommendations through Instagram forums, etc. Yeah, I mean, that's a great way to do it, too. Uh, there's definitely issues with Spotify that we talk about all the time, but um, it is just an easily accessible way to find a lot of music, at least for me and in my opinion. And then Andrew says, yes, for sure. He listens to playlists, um, also to discover new music from folks who I value their taste. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ian, like, any final words? I listen to Apple Music a bit, you see. That's the other way I differ. But when I finish listening to something, it, it tends to like to carry on with things it thinks are sort of similar that you might like. Mm -hmm. And I let it run for a bit until it blows it. Blow <laughs> it, 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 Apple Music. Yeah. And I've stumbled across stuff a bit that way as well. Apart from that, I keep track of things on Mixcloud and everything as well. Yeah. yeah. It's a way to go. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for tuning in, guys. Uh, we appreciate the support and listening to the chat. We always love chatting to you in the chat and finding out what you think because uh, we we like we know stuff, but we don't know much stuff. So I mean, so it's nice to hear what you guys think about stuff. Um, I'll just say <laughs> stuff one more time, shall I? Um, so yeah, thank you very much indeed. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, brand new binary stars on Saturday. Um, if you want to see that, unless you're a patron, you can already see that, as I said. Um, but yeah, we'll be back next week with brand new stuff. Um, yeah. David said, "Lol, fail." <laughs> that was a lot of stuff in one. That's a one lot of sentence. stuff. That's a lot of stuff. So yeah, um, more stuff next week, Jim. More stuff next week. So, yeah. yeah. We'll Thank you very much, uh, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Until next time. Thanks for watching.